You are now listening to Good, Bad, and Unavailable. Welcome back. Um, this is Greg with Young Black and Bother, aka Good, Bad, and Unavailable. This is another episode of whatever Q and I decide to call this. Actually, you months. know what? You know what? We need to just make this GQ. GQ sounds simple. G, this is the GQ comp, the GQ asterisk because we can't, you know, you know, because of the GQ magazine, we can't make it like fully GQ. So exactly. The GQ asterisk podcast. Yeah. So, <laughs> how's it going, brother? How, how, how was your week? Uh, my week started out absolutely fantastic, and obviously football ruined it. We're gonna get there. Um, well, I know why it started out fantastic, but we're gonna leave that to for another day and another show. Yeah. Um. But yes, yeah, I see how football. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing more depressing, Christ. There's not. There's nothing more fucking depressing. Excuse me, I'm going to move the mic so I can talk like to everybody. Okay, so let me just let people know, I don't play well in the sandbox when it comes to fantasy football. Right? Neither do I. All year, I'm busting heads. And you're trying to tell me week 15, nobody goes off. Emmanuel Sanders, piece of shit. Um, who else do we have? Leonard Fournette has done absolutely nothing. I'm, no, I'm going to say this as he's in the red zone. I hope he scores, which he did not. <laughs> you fucking piece of shit. So there, there you go. Um, <laughs> let me see. What else? We got Tyler Higby, eight points. The, uh, LA Rams, nothing today. Uh, Greg DeLeg. I'm Greg DeLeg at this point because this nigga, one point. One point. They're losing to Dallas, who's lost, what, three straight? What, what the fuck is going on? Now, mind you, listen to who's on my bench. Uh, Golden Tate, 11 points. Anthony Miller, Chicago, who lost to Green Bay, 21-13. Let's not talk about the, let's not talk about the end of the Chicago Green Bay game, because Chicago almost pulled the shit, almost pulled the hook and ladder off. Yep. Oh, no, no, it gets much better. So, okay. I'm in a, I'm in a winner takes all league that I'm going to lose 104 to 88 when I was up 20 points before I took a nap. So people, obviously you weren't in the room when it happened. So I went and I've had a very long weekend. We buried, you know, my uncle on Saturday at the time of recording Rest Sunday. Um, thank you. We ended up going to my grandmother's house and spending way too much time there. And then my because weekend, she's Medea. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> then after that, we came home. Like I missed a lot of the battle rap stuff. Um, I honestly fell asleep because I was so tired. I missed all of UFC. And I was also supposed to crash over. You were supposed here. to crash over here because honestly, my sister was uh, had a thought. Uh, yeah, yeah, a thought party. A thought party. And it anyway. was <laughs> yeah, it was very rough. So mind you. This morning, I wake up, I was like, all right, I'm going to get some things done, go and finish Christmas shopping and everything. We're officially done now, thank God. Um, But then I come home, and I'm like, all right, like, I watch fantasy football, but I could tell I was, like, tired. Like, I'm drinking Gatorade and, then and shit I, and like then, that. And then, I, and, and then I sent a tweet out, like, um, mm-hmm. the, yeah, yesterday was a um, a lot of revelations. The the, the universe is, try, is talking to me. And then, um, this guy, you good? 
yeah, I'm good, but there's a lot of shit that's on my mind. <laughs> and I'm like, we need to go ahead and finish this, finish that last of that bottle that we had from, from Thursday. Exactly. Which is what, at least what I attempted well, it's to still, do. It's still a little bit left. Well, we haven't cracked the new bottle yet. So basically what happened was Q comes over and we're, you know, deciding we're going to record a show because we have a lot of shit on our mind. So much so that I fell asleep. And then, and then also, like, not just recorded. Now, actually, we was not going to record a show. Mm-hmm. We was not going to record a show, but um, you got a text about like just a recap of 2019 and a yep. re- of the year and and the decade. Yeah, and we was like, "Fuck it, let's let's do a show." We, we was not going to do a show. We was going to just watch the games. You know, I was going to say what I had to say, what was on my mind, whatever, and then. You was going to go and do your anniversary dinner. Yeah. And that was supposed to happen. And then I fell asleep because honestly. You did. I, and snowing like shit. And yeah. then. <laughs> it, 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 was, it was a long, bro. Like you got to say, it was a long week. It was. So, I agree. I agree. When I got like, I'm sitting here on the couch out cold. And then I was like, you know what? Let me get up and actually go lay down for a minute because I needed to unplug. I'm taking off tomorrow too, by the way. My boss knows. I'm like, hey, like. A lot of family stuff. You're fucking lucky. I can't take off yeah. tomorrow. Well, no, I needed to. Well, t- well, tomorrow we're doing the- tomorrow at my school. We're doing a ribbon cutting for all of the amazing gifts that we receive from uh, Alan's greatest night of giveaways. So no, I can't take mm-hmm. off Monday. Okay, December sixteenth. But I will be in a celebratory and great mood because. What's that? Do you, you, I know, but you know what? Okay, so um, those of you know, and that should be everyone that listens to this podcast. I have three children. I also have twins, including their three children. Tomorrow, well, today, whenever this posts, December sixteenth is their is their birth is when they were born at eight fourteen eight seventeen p.m. And it's their birthday. They turned six. Yes. Quentin and Rudina. Happy birthday, my loves. They're so amazing. I'm so proud to be their father. And, and, you know, it's been six years. And I'm hopeful and prayerful for many, many more. And that you continue to be the great children that you have been since the day that you were introduced into my and my ex-wife and your mother's life. Happy birthday, babies. Like, it, it's crazy. I, I know, right? Yeah. It, it, man, I, I, you know, Aaliyah will be nine in March and, you know, with the twins turning six. They're amazing. Like, you know, when you are allowed the opportunity from God to be a parent to children, mm-hmm. it's an incredible blessing. It is a it is a humbling thing. It'll and drain your fucking pockets too. Yes. Especially with all of their other Christmas gifts that they all said that they wanted. Yeah, I'm about to be broke as shit for the next month and a half. But my kids deserve it. They've earned it. They're amazing. So, yeah, I I don't mind being broke for my children. 
<laughs> you know, me, I don't have kids, so my, you know, idea of children. Not yet. Just, they're coming. Yeah. They're coming. They're, Eventually. They're you know, expensive. in the next four four to five years. They're coming. It's like, you know, I, you know, I've already, you know, I've told you, like, you know, I did issue the, I want to, I want a nephew by, in, in one year or whatever, but mm-hmm. no, like, for you and your wife, take as much time as you can to enjoy yourself and enjoy, and, and enjoy your marriage and enjoy each other mm-hmm. before kids are introduced. Yep. But I do have a question. Mm-hmm. When it's time mm-hmm. and not, you know, knowing when that time will be, whether it will be in the next year, in the next two years, in the next ten, five, or even the next ten. Mm-hmm. When your child is on the way mm-hmm. and you, you know, you do the 2019 version of the gender reveal mm-hmm. and you know you find out that you're having a son mm-hmm. you know because i have a son and mm-hmm. you know my son is junior even though he's quitting a second but he is a junior mm-hmm. if it comes about you know at the gender reveal that you are going to have a son mm-hmm Will you name your no. son after you, no. or will you let him have his own identity? Own identity. I have my reasons. Um, some people probably would be pissed by this by listening to it, but honestly, like my legacy is mine. My father's is his. Um, I don't want a third. I don't want my name. Like, yeah, like I have ideas. Of, oh yeah, my kid will become an athlete. It'll be nice to see like Austin on the back of a jersey. But either way. It's still gonna be. Awesome it's gonna be. It's of, still gonna yeah. be also awesome on, 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 on the back on, of a jersey. Yeah, and more importantly, like their name, like they should have their own cre. You know, their identity, their own creativity as well, where they don't have to be like, oh, I'm a third or I'm a fourth or something. Like a junior is one thing. A second is one thing. It's like, all right, like I'm continuing that legacy, but I feel like it's lazy after that. Okay, so 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 I, you know, I asked that, I, and I understand how you feel because mm-hmm. you are yeah i'm a junior gregory austin jr yeah um for me is it was different mm-hmm. because like i was supposed to be named after my dad mm-hmm. but my mom changed changed it yeah so like i get that like me having a junior or quentin a second mm-hmm. means something different to me because like i'm passing my I'm passing my name on. Yeah. So for you being Gregory Jr., mm-hmm. I can get where like, you know, that third generation is like, well, this is my child. So yeah. you know, I want him to Yeah. Have. But, but at the end at the end of the day, Q, like, you know that's your kid and anybody mm-hmm. who would recognize your kid would know that that's your kid. Mm-hmm. The name of them being your, you know, a third, a second, a fourth, a fifth, or whatever, like, none of that, they know that is a part of your legacy and right. your heritage. Right. So, when people, it, to me personally, like, it just feels like you couldn't come up with anything, and you want a legacy to continue from things that you haven't done. Mm-hmm. Like, I have friends who are fourth, fifth, sixth, and it's like, you know, like, 
Are y'all just trying to keep y'all are not even extending? You trying to be brother? George Foreman and everyone, all your kids' name George, 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 Georgina, and then George. Yeah. <laughs> it's like at what point do you realize like your kid can have their own identity without you, and it shouldn't be oh well, Greg the Fourth, Greg the Fifth. I'm like no, like there no, are. I'm saying that, that, but that was a you know that was a like something that was you know at. at as a father, I think about that all the time, and mm-hmm. trust me, I'm not having any more damn kids. So mm-hmm. Quentin Q2 is Q2, and there will be no others after that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, I, you know, I just wanted to ask that it's some, for someone, you know, to someone that, you know, you're over your newlywed year, mm-hmm. you're into your second year, and mm-hmm. I know that. If the, you know the eventuality of children will come into your life mm-hmm. soon yeah you know whether it's in the next year the next two years or whatever i know that so like those are conversations that I, you know i think that should be broached with um new husbands yeah new husbands mm-hmm. that you know because you know the, the 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 fact the fact of the day is like when you when you when you get married, mm-hmm. the expectation is children right after children are coming. Yeah, but that that goes into the idea of expectations. Everybody expects you to. Oh, I want you to have a boy. Oh, you should name your boy after you. But it's like, what if I want my boy to be themselves? So now, so. That was a great segue into this next question. Mm-hmm. What do you have a daughter? Oh, that's if you. So if you have a daughter, mm-hmm. eventually, if, you know, two, three years down the line, mm-hmm. would you consider naming your daughter or incorporating some type of name, whether it's their first name or the a middle name after your mom or grandma, or would you consider your wife's your wife's name? Mm-hmm. Your wife's mother's name or your wife's mm-hmm. grand? You know, like aunt, grandmother. That, name that's into a, it. That's a good question. Um, and it works across the board, boy or girl their own identity like you know when her and i talked about it six years ago because that's something we've talked about forever since mm-hmm. we first started dating because we already knew like we wanted children regardless if we were together or not we knew we wanted children and i told her that if we have a boy i don't want them to be a third okay if we have a daughter like i don't want my family's influences to be the reasoning for their name, especially my living family, right? So like my mom, <laughs> she knows that she wants, if we have a daughter to say their name somewhere is incorporated with the name Madison. And the reason why is because my grandmother's name is Maddie. So she wants to be able to call my daughter Maddie. Okay. So getting into that because mm-hmm. to, to reach out to that because um my mom was the same way mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know my brother's father mm-hmm. is not my father mm-hmm. 
but she gave but my mother gave my brother the middle name Alan mm-hmm. and she gave my sister the middle name Candace because mm-hmm. that was her middle name mm-hmm. would you consider no. something you would no okay I respect and, that and it's not to be disrespectful I'm just of the mind of like let I want my kid to have that like identity of their mm-hmm. own for one and two they're going to love their grandparents and their parents and their great grandparents enough that whenever they decide to have children I'll put that on them they shouldn't have to live with the identity of someone that one is either still living or two something I chose for them because it appeases my family members so that was just like my main thing it, it like something that my father's already like told me he's like oh well, when you have a son like you're gonna name him th-? I'm like no mm-hmm. No, I, no, I, I fully, you know, I, I, I completely respect that mm-hmm. because, and, and that's why, you know, um, like it's a little different for me because yeah. my mom is not here anymore. So, um, when my ex-wife and I named Aaliyah, mm-hmm. I didn't give her, like, I wanted to name her after my grandmother, mm-hmm. but I gave, I gave her my, I gave her one I gave her I because Aaliyah has two middle names. Mm-hmm. Rosetta. Aaliyah, Aaliyah Marie Candace Rosetta. So Candace came from my from my mom. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my mother's middle name. Rosetta was my grandmother's first name. Mm-hmm. I chose Aaliyah because, you know We all respect yeah. Aaliyah. Exactly. I would name, I named her after the sing, I named her after the singer. Mm-hmm. The Marie part came after, came from, you know, to allow, you know, my ex-wife to have some say in what your yeah. name would be. And the, the Marie part is for her mother's, mm-hmm. which her mother is still alive. Yeah. But it, you know, to, to respect her family too. Yeah. But see, that like, and this is no disrespect to them. It's just more so of a thing if it's like, it overcomplicates something that shit. It does. Be I, I, like, it, it did. It, it, like, it, like, I don't call her Aaliyah Marie. Mm-hmm. In my phone, she's Aaliyah Marie because, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 I got the Christmas present that she wanted, which was the phone. Mm-hmm. So in the phone, it's Aaliyah Marie, but. I wanted it to be Aaliyah, and I didn't want it to even be A A L I Y A H. Mm-hmm. I wanted it to be A L I Y A. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, when that it came to compromise, yeah, and I, and I didn't even want hyphen Marie. Like I just wanted to be like, if you want to put Marie in in in, in the middle name, that's fine. You that's see, what you middle see, names are for. You see how complicated that shit it, sounds. No, right? it, it is, <laughs> and, and 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 that's why, like. I think as parents and as future, you know, me parent mm-hmm. and as a future parent that, you know, and it, you know, you having friends that have kids, mm-hmm. those are conversations that need to be had yeah. before the kids come around. Because yeah. like I had the, I had everything I wanted. I, I knew, I knew why I wanted to name my, my first child. Mm hmm. Did you get that though? I got one piece. Okay. 
(laughs) one piece and and, And that was the harrison part yeah (laughs) okay so when it comes to it like and i'll just tie it in and we can move on but when it comes to it like for us my wife and i when it comes to that that was the one thing we knew was going to become a thing she has relatives just like i have relatives she has mom aunt cousins like grandparent all that like Mm -hmm. if we were to try to incorporate all of them like our kids name like you couldn't fill out on an sat sheet it'll be long as hell exactly so there's there's no point that's why i'm like the identity for my kid is their identity like they should know who their siblings are and if they don't we can familiarize them with that i shouldn't have to be like this is why your name is like you have two first names three middle names like no like this is your grandmother you see her if you don't see her i'm going to tell you who she is this is your mother I'm going to tell you who she is, but mm-hmm. there are a lot of people and it's not just you, but there are a lot of people who decide that the way to incorporate their heritage and their family lineage is by naming their kid that, mm-hmm. or, you know, but it's like for me personally, like, I don't want to do that. I would love to, but I don't want for me personally, my number one thing is I don't want to incorporate like my mom's wishes mm-hmm. onto that because what if honestly my wife isn't with it? So now I have a situation where I'm going against what my wife wants to appease my mom when she could have named my sister what she wanted. Right. She could have named my sister after my grandmother, but she wants to name my kid who she had no like dealings with, you know, whenever that because it appeases her. Like I say, it's it's definitely a slippery slope. Yeah. It's definitely a slippery slope. Um. It's weird, man. Like, it is weird. Like, and, and, and that's the question. You know, I want, I'm definitely like, like, as soon as, like, when this, fa- like, fatherhood mm-hmm. podcast that I want to bring under the, under the podcast, under our network name. Yeah. These are the questions that need to be asked. They really need to. These are the questions that need to be asked. Mm-hmm. But people are afraid I, to ask right. them. Right. And they're afraid to ask them. But we need to break that stigma and, and, and like bring it out into the open. Like, yeah. Is it something that you would consider or do you want your child to have their own identity? But the last name is going to be there. The last name is going to be there. So you're already carrying the family legacy. Yep. You know. But a lot of people don't. The thing is, this is a difference between extending a legacy and allowing or, your children to create, to create their own yeah i get and, that and for me like who like whenever like we have a son or a daughter if they decided if they're 14 or 15 years old you know mom dad like i don't want that name i'm like whenever you're of the age that you want to change it that's on you go right ahead and change it yeah like go ahead. I, I would probably be and i say that and i say and i say that now like i definitely think of that now because you know, I'm divorced. Mm-hmm. Um, so like if my two daughters or my son say, I don't want the Harrison last name. Mm-hmm. I want to change it to my mom's last name. Mm-hmm. By all means, mm-hmm. you're still my son. You're still my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Go yeah. right ahead. Yeah. But you, but the thing is for you, you're a good father first and foremost, and they know what they have done, you know, what you have done for them. Mm-hmm. So it's like they wouldn't want to change that because that's what was given to them. If they do get a change, they can get married for that. Your son would be different because it would be a situation where he wants to hold that on forever. And tying that back in, when it comes to me, like my son would always be in Austin. Mm-hmm. That's why when my wife and I got married, well, you know, she was like, you know, gracious enough to say, you know, 
I want to take on that name as well. You know, I've done what I needed to do as a man to, and I don't want to say influence her to marry me, but to let her know that like the decision was to marry me. And just by the grace of God, she took my last name. Completely fine with that. When we have children, regardless of how she like played it, she had said the kid is going to be in Austin. And, and, and like for me is for me is definitely different because mm-hmm. you know my ex wife did not, mm-hmm. and I understood at the time why mm-hmm. it was like it cost a whole lot of fucking money to change documents over, mm-hmm. and, and so and then also like. The way it worked just, out, just, it worked just out. you know, just, to get like extra, to get you know, get benefits or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's easier, and it's fucked up that it's that way. Mm-hmm. But it's easier for a woman to, yeah, your child's name may be something else other than yours. You ain't got to care. Yeah, it to, to me, it just like I don't want to say consolidate, but it just it makes life easier to <clears throat> just be like everybody's like one band one sound right like, i mean my mom is you know her last name is not my last name i always mm-hmm. asked her i was like why isn't it and she told me she was like i wanted you to have your own identity but at the same time like your father wanted you to be a part of him to and carry, i was like to carry, yeah and the thing is like to carry the tradition yeah and, and that that's tying us all in when it comes to tradition it's like there's a way to handle tradition by honestly just letting your kids go out and make good on the name that they have right if you're a good parent you're a good mother you're a good father like the legacy's there when your kids are out in public when they make it to the nba the nfl whatever they decide to do in life they're not, always the, the broadcast is always going to say this is such and such mom and dad they're going to always focus the camera on them exactly and nobody, nobody's going to ever say like honestly i'm sure like other than like the curries or something like that who all them their names sound so similar that you couldn't tell the difference but for us it's like nobody's looking at the tv and be like hey you know it's you know quentin and so and so and yeah their two names are different but oh, no like I, they're like it's mom and dad and that's their kid right. who was doing I, I, I even like I can't even like I can speak I can definitely speak on that and it is even speak on like because you know John Wall just lost his mom mm-hmm. rest in peace to Francis Pulley mm-hmm. definitely the case like mm-hmm. John Wall was named after his dad yep. his dad passed away after you know you know early in early years of his life his mom was the reason why he's the way mm-hmm. he is right now and I can say rest in peace to Francis Pulley mm-hmm. um all the all the love and support to John Wall like yeah. I know I can speak personally to this because I lost my mom mm-hmm. um, it's not easy it will never be easy like I think about her every day um, so yes so yeah. you know and those things yeah yeah people just I don't know like when it comes to like names and like lineage and heritage like it's it's going to be a topic you and I we need to like breach again exactly um <laughs> exactly like, you're right because you like at least for you when I look at you like you're not just my brother like you are the father of like my like nieces and nephew so when I see the things that you do and the way that you operate I take heed to that because whenever I'm a father I'm expecting myself to be that or better. And every man should do the same thing. I've had the opportunity to have good men like yourself and Darren, my own father, my stepfather. Like, you know, certain things didn't work out the way that they were supposed to. But I've had a lot of male figures in my life. So when it came to, like, the funeral on Saturday, like, it was hard because you got to be a strong black male. 
Right. So imagine being at a funeral that you can't cry at because your mom just lost her brother and she's bawling out in tears. And it's like, you can't break down. And a lot of people take that shit for granted. I would love to be able to cry around my mom, but she doesn't have any other, like, you know, progressive men in her life that can, you know, just show emotion. That I can't. I can definitely speak to because, mm-hmm. you know, when my mother passed away um, and it's now been seven years, mm-hmm. I ain't cry. I cried the day, you know, I cried like when she initially passed mm-hmm. away I, at the hospital mm-hmm. and I was, but other than that, I wasn't able to grieve. Yeah. I had, you know, I had, you know, Kiara and Malik. Mm-hmm. Kiara was was seventeen, just had a just had my niece. Mm-hmm. Malik was uh fourteen. Mm-hmm. Malik was fourteen. Yeah, he just damn, goddamn, he just yeah. turned twenty one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, Malik was fourteen, and here I am at twenty eight. Yep. I wasn't allowed to cry. I had, like, I knew what my mother wanted. I knew, I knew her wishes. I knew what she, you know, so I, I had to be the strong one. Mm-hmm. I had to be the strong one. So, like, even now, like, like, you know, so I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't able to grieve. Yeah. That's it. I had to, I had to suck all that shit up. <laughs> and, you know, my mom didn't have insurance. So I had to, like, that was out of fundraise and, yeah. and, 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 like, Ask and you know, thank thankfully I had you know my my alpha brothers mm-hmm. with me. Um, my you know the, the school that I was working at mm-hmm. was teaching at at the time. You know they they made a tremendous support. Um, <clears throat> Kiara and Malik School mm-hmm. Spingon made um you know helped out a tremendous amount. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, so yeah, I I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I like, get it. it. It's just it's rough, man. I don't want to like you know like beat it. You know, I don't want to say that because that's really fucked up. But you know, I just don't want to make it a thing. But when it comes to it, like a lot of us as black men, like we don't grieve properly or have the opportunity we to. We don't, and that, that's that, absolutely true. Yeah, so it extends to the way that we treat people, more specifically women, because it just the our nature. We don't know how to carry things out fully so it's more so like we lean on like going and having a drink or we lean to our own brothers and honestly like man to man you and i you know we talk about things that are personal and we can understand Mm -hmm. like i don't know if everybody else has that i don't think people have a lot of people don't yeah a lot of people have friendships that are just not friends man i'm grateful and fortunate that i that i do and that you do yeah like there are moments, like, and, and, and even in 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 this episode right now, like yeah, I'm grateful that we can have this conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. a lot of a lot of brothers don't. Yeah. So remember when Baylor was telling us that the way that he gets his show out is it's basically like a time capsule for him. Mm-hmm. Like imagine if we had that same thought process seven eight nine years ago where we like we probably be over like two three thousand episodes we because would, we would have the we would have the blue check mark on our twitter accounts yeah <laughs> because i mean like you and i talk enough that you know things happen things passed on and we right. may have forgotten them right but it would be nice to have a, a capsule where we can just go back in 10 years if we don't go back our kids can go back like right now in 10 years from now 
our kids can go back to this episode and say, that's how my dad felt. That's why I don't have this name. This but, is why. But also, I think that, like, we've been on, I think they can have our Twitter yeah, our Twitter and and Facebook accounts to go back mm-hmm. to too. Well, I don't want because, them to see some shit though. I, I, I will say, I don't, wanna, <laughs> I don't want them seeing yeah. that. But but it's and it's also a you know it's also a time like you know the earlier social media things that we had mm-hmm. is a is a time capsule. Yeah, it may not be in the most flattering light. Mm-hmm. I know mine isn't. Yeah, I know yours isn't it. Oh no! Like, <laughs> but but it also like it also can serve as a as a time capsule for our children. Yeah, and then you know, and then they can, like, they can, they'll be hopefully be able to clearly see, you know, the progression in our maturity. Yeah, yeah, I would hope so. Because, but that's I hope so. That's that's the hope and the prayer. <laughs> yeah. And for us, like just being, you know, two men, like we, like you said, have matured. A lot of people don't have the opportunity to mature. There are a lot of people right now who think that social media and stuff like that is the way that they mature and they have to act according to their peers. Right. You and I, the things that we've seen and things that we've done, like, we don't think that way anymore. Right. But we don't have, we're not afforded the opportunity to grow. Right. It's more so like, this is what you were, so this is what you're always going to be. And that's not how it is. That's why you have those time capsules like Twitter. And people mm-hmm. will literally pull out old tweets from twelve years ago. I'm like, hey, by the way, you said this shit in two thousand eight. Yes, I, and, and, and 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 anyone does that. Yep, I said it. Mm-hmm. But I was also at an age and at a time where I was not. You know, <laughs> you, you put it nice. Me, like a lot. Of, a well, lot I don't of- give a shit. Okay. I said it. Fuck it. Basically. You got a you got a problem with it? All right, cancel me. But yeah. anyway, but nobody gets canceled. Q. It's it's an affordability. It's, going, that it, it, have. it's called forgiveness and, and, and deleting a couple of tweets. I'm not deleting nothing. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, what is what's forgiveness versus like? Sometimes you just got to eat that shit. Like I said it. Yeah, I, I said it, and 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 yes, that's what I said. That's what I believed at the time. My thoughts and everything has progressed yeah. since. Mm-hmm. But that's what life is. It's about progressing, progression and growth. Yeah. But some people like they take growth as one thing and take the things that you said in 2010, 11 as, you know what? Like they were naive. They were ignorant. I'm like, no, that's how everyone, that's how everyone was in 2010, 2011. And you can grow. But the thing is the way you felt in 2011, like you don't grow from that tweet or that Facebook post. It was what it was. Because right now, like, the social climate basically tells you and it dictates the way that you can feel about certain things. Like, we didn't touch on it. We're going to say something briefly. The Lizzo situation. I felt a lot of ways about it. Some people might feel upset at the way that I post things on Twitter. I'm like, I think she's doing too fucking much. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's what? She's older than us. I'm 32. She's a little bit older, right? And I get it. She's, you know, me, I think she's really attractive. Like, I'm with it. But the only issue is, it's like, when do you tell somebody they're doing too much that everybody loves? Because remember when everybody was up under Nicki Minaj, when she was like bending over on like album covers and shit like that. And everybody was like, right. oh, yeah, like the same thing. Oh, well, no, nah, she's doing too much. She got her ass crack out, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I, I, I'd still eat her ass. Why not? I, still, <laughs> I, I feel the same way about Lizzo. I'm, 
man, let me tell you, if Lizzo come up to me and ask me like what it is, like I'm going to make that happen. I'm going to make it shake. But at the same time, like with Lakers games and going at, I'm not even going to say, oh, it was just disrespectful to go to the Lakers game. No, I want to see that as a 32 year old man. I want to see that shit. And I'm not sexualizing her or nothing like that. I'm just like, that's what I'm attracted to. That's what she knows men are attracted to. Somebody going to love it. So why not do it? And if not, kiss my ass. That was the whole point of that message, right? Mm-hmm. So when it comes to me, yes, but I can see where people are like, you know what? Lizzo, like, there's kids at this game, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I can see that, but I want people to keep that same energy when they see a guy walking down K Street or, you know, at a Wizards game and he is, you know, shirtless and shit like that. And they start doing that. Well, look at this. He has his titties out and he's fat and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, y'all afford it. Lizzo, the same respect. Give him that courtesy. Don't, you know, don't slander him because of how you feel. Like, see the bigger picture if you want to call it that, right? So, I mean, I don't know. Like, what else do we have? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I mean, I have news articles and shit. Um, um no, no, I just, that was the biggest, you know, the two biggest thing that was on my mind, you know, whatever. And then, actually, no, I do have one more. Okay. I have one more. And, and it goes back to, like, you know, when you, your wife eventually yeah. have children. Mm-hmm. This phenomenon of gender reveals. Yeah. Will you my question is, will you do it? Will you will you and Jess consider doing a like elaborate whatever gender reveal or will you just like okay, we're having a girl, we're having a boy. Or would you keep it a secret until until the child is born? Honestly, we don't know because there's, no, there's and nothing. I, there. And, I, and that's a great and, but, and that's a great answer. Yeah, and I've seen I've seen a lot of people go both ways. They're like, I, I want to do the elaborate, like I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And her and I have talked about these things, mm-hmm. and it's like, whatever the fuck we feel at that moment. Once once it happens, and we get to that point, it's like if we want to have a gender reveal. Mm-hmm. then people should just respect it's a gender reveal. If, you know, we have the baby shower, me personally, I'm like, I would only want to have one, if you want to call it that, because I feel like it's just partying twice. Right. It's like, all right, we had the gender reveal. Oh, boom. You know, some people give us gifts. And then you have the baby shower. Oh, everybody give us gifts. Mm-hmm. Then you have, hey, the kid got born. You know what? Everybody give me gifts. Like, no, like, that's three Christmases right there. Like, people, a lot of shit is expensive. And kids are, like, we talked about a, a few Very ago. goddamn expensive. Especially my goddamn kid. No, no, no. But, 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 you know, I, I asked that. I asked that because, you know, just thinking of the reality of the times. Yeah. You know, yeah. some people have, you know, you know, some people have, like, elaborate gender, gender, gender reveals. And then they have an elaborate mm-hmm. baby shower. Oh, yeah. Justin and I, we were sitting there, we were laying down and we were watching the, um, a confirmation of Phaedra Park's son. Mm-hmm. I, this was like 2012. So I'm assuming he's a little bit older now. And I'm like, I get it. That's your kid. Right. And you want to like experience that moment. I don't know right now how I would feel to want to experience that moment. I want to do everything with them. I want to have 1600 photos of every single thing my kid did my, their entire first you know, three or four years until I start getting annoyed by them and I start taking, <laughs> you know, two you or three never, photos. You will never get an, I, let me, let me, let me say like, I literally just text my ex-wife like a couple of, a couple of, mm-hmm. uh, like a half hour ago, like, 
Yeah. Um, are the kids all nearby? Please take a picture of them and then take a picture of the kids so that I can, you know, yeah. you will never get tired of it. Like when that when when you and Jess have your 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 children and you know I'm going to be the great uncle and great mm-hmm. grandfather, godfather, just like you are to mine. Mm-hmm. You will never get tired of it. Like mm-hmm. I am already like midnight comes, I'm gonna be shedding tears. Yeah. Like that's what your children should mean to you. Mm-hmm. That's what your children should mean to you. Like yeah. this, this like it. It doesn't matter whatever is going on in life. Yeah, your children, mm-hmm. the ones you know, the little babies that that God bless you to be their parent of and to raise. Yeah. That's all that matters. Like, you know, my children aren't with me. Mm-hmm. But like that to be able to like influence a life. And you know, I influence many of children's lives as a teacher. But to to influence my own children. Mm-hmm. That is a feeling that no one can take away. Yeah. As much as many people have tried. No one can take away. Exactly. No one can take away because fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. These are my DNA copies. Mm. 50% of them are me. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) in closing, we'll do a quick, like, what's blessing us. So, you know, usually we do what's bothering us. So, you know, you have two blessings that you should feel blessed about. So. What's blessing you? What's blessing me is Quentin Allen Harrison II, Rudina Amber Rosalind. Six years ago, when this episode was published, (laughs) six years ago, I was, I and your mom was very excited to meet you for the first time. And six years later, I can truly see how, though you are twins, that you have developed your own personality, your own everything. You know, you are your own people. You are your own person. Um... But as your dad, and here we go, I'm about to cry. <laughs> um, as your dad, I'm so proud to be your father. And though things are the way they are right now, never forget that I'm your father. I love you. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> ain't going nowhere. Um, and you two have been, along with your, your big sister, Leah, have been the two greatest blessings on my life. So that's what's blessing me. My babies. <laughs> they about to, they, they, happy birthday, Aaliyah. Oh shit. <laughs> you love them all three. Sam. I love them all three, but ha- especially happy birthday, Quentin. Happy birthday, Rodina. May you have all the the cupcakes 
and extra sweets that I don't have to see. <laughs> and then in two years, you're asking me for a phone like your older sister did. Mm. I love y'all. Mm. Y'all my babies. I love y'all. Like, <laughs> that's that, what's blessing me yeah. today. What, what's blessing me is knowing that like the future's bright. Um, I'm hoping one of these days soon that you know when fatherhood comes into play, I feel the exact same way. Um, but the blessing is knowing that the community that you know has been built around me and like the community of friendships, you know, family that is getting back together and seeing the things I saw, and I know I speak about this a lot on Facebook and social media where I absolutely dread going to events with family, like funerals, absolutely hate them. But the camaraderie and being around your family and stuff like that, it's something special, man. So Saturday seeing like my family make promises that they may or may not keep, but just the idea of them saying it right. meant the world to me. Like seeing like my mom and my aunt say, Hey, we're going to get along. I was like, I love it. And, and I'm going to hold you too. I know you're on your mommy. You're on. Nah, exactly. Exactly. So no, no, that's a, that's a great thing. Yeah. Right. So, but outside and of that. Especially as we move into this new decade. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm, I'm hoping and praying that that promise comes to fruition. Yeah. That's basically what I was going to say. You know, Q <laughs> likes to cut people off in the middle of the show. You know how he, you know how he is people, but when it comes to it, man, like, I'm just happy knowing that like family is becoming a big thing. Cause you and I, we speak just at volumes, like community is one thing, but family, it means everything. Mm -hmm. And you know, sometimes your family's not the people that's on your bloodline. That's completely fine, but you have to start it somewhere. And you know, tying us all back into what we said at the beginning of the show, like you dictate the way that you treat and handle your family down to the kids names and how you are going to generalize everything when it comes to your future like you know it it just all means the world so mm-hmm. i guess to like close this up and like wrap things up you know baylor like i want to shout out him because it's like a big deal um you know listening to his show like every week makes me happy like to hear a guy go on you know 20 30 minute i don't want to say a rant but just like a discussion where he talks about fatherhood reminds me of the conversations you and I have to each other that the whole world doesn't get to hear. And we wish they could hear those. Yeah, we have text messages and we have phone calls. They're going to hear them soon. Yeah. They're going to hear them soon. So I'm I'm just hoping that you, <laughs> you and I can make a promise in 2022 have this dialogue the same way that Baylor has it where in five or ten years, just like his children can, we can do the exact same thing. No, we're like that that is a that is a, a promise that I will gladly keep because um like you you already like you know I've been talking about fathership. Yeah. I'm making this promise right now in twenty twenty it's going to happen because I have plenty like I have plenty of those that I have plenty of friends. Mm-hmm. My 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 line brothers, my frat brothers, like people I've talked with, like this conversation among black men, yep, especially mm-hmm. among black men, we get bashed for so much mm-hmm. as fathers. He ain't no, he, he ain't no good. He that's some ain't shit, nigga. Uh, ain't shit, nigga. 
deadbeat, blah, 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 blah. No. There's plenty of us that's doing the work mm-hmm. that don't get the credit. Mm-hmm. And the these conversations so that we, you know, these conversations so that we can build a stronger bond among black dads. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say fathers because anyone can be a father. You stick it, stick your dick in, in a woman, mm-hmm. get her pregnant. You can be a dad. You can be a father, but to be a dad means something much more powerful. Mm-hmm. But you know, to be able to have these conversations around black dads. Yeah. We're going to have that conversation and that's going to happen. And that is my goal and wish as we enter this new decade, as we enter 2020 into 2020 and through 2020, it's going to happen and it needs to happen. And it needs to like, you know, it needs to be authentic and it needs to be real. Yeah. Because all this shit is real. Like it needs to be authentic. It needs to be real. And it needs to be, com- needs to be conversations where we, we're about to, hey, fuck it. We, you, we're ready to throw blows. Hey, but that should show the passion we have as, as dads. Mm-hmm. So yes, like this conversation is definitely going to continue. Um, and yeah, we're going to get there. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to so- get there. So where can they find you on social media so we can get up out of here? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at QDZ1906 on Instagram. I'm not sharing that yet because I'm changing my handle. Starting a new deco, you know, decade off, right? Start, starting a decade. Yes. You know, I was known as your child teacher 1906. I'm still on there right now, but it's about to change okay. because, you know, just, you know, like I said, I, you know, entering a new decade, new decade. And it's time for growth. Yeah. So, and new Instagram and Facebook coming. <laughs> and you can follow us all at Young Black Pod on every single platform. You can email us at youngblackpod at gmail.com. We will read the letters, rate us five star reviews on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, all those special websites that you decide to listen to your shows on. I think a new one is called Castbox. You can do that as well. But until the next episode, we will see you. <laughs>